0: What's in the Box? Presented by Sure It'll Be Grand. And welcome back, everybody, to Sure It'll Be Grand, or more specifically, What's on the Box, with David and myself, as we are jumping into episode 10. Of Eleven. A- 11. All right, 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah, 11. 11. Why?
1: 11. Well, okay, yeah, because
0: last two episodes. So it's episode 11. Wow, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I I, I starting to sound. I feel like I'm to so, sound stupid because I'm just like I think this is my favorite episode of this season. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just keeps on happening. Like, but I'm starting to understand. I'm I'm liking different episodes for different reasons. I'll I'll yeah. I'll try to make myself sound smarter by saying that. But yeah, no, really enjoyed this episode. What did you think?
1: Yes, yeah. This episode there was a lot happening. There was uh, yeah. They just keep getting better. The the we're. I think that this ep- this this show has really been like the roller coaster in the sense of the speed, right? That in that as more stuff's happening, more things going. Once we got this flow going, man, the show's taken off. The show's just everything adds to it. Everything getting better and better. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. And yeah, this episode, I I don't know if I would quite say this one's my favorite, but I re- but it, it's pretty darn close so far. And I really enjoyed it. I, I was definitely
0: left like wow i love this episode yeah i i'm wondering like i really like don't get me wrong i liked the first few episodes as well they were very good but i would say i've enjoyed the show more the show more as it was going on and i really really hope there's not too many people that gave up in the first three episodes i saw so and missed what's come.
1: Unfortunately, that's the common thing I'm seeing. I'm really – it's its too bad about that is I'm seeing a lot of folks respond with that they gave up after they couldn't even make it through the second one. They said it was too slow for them. They didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that as a really common trend from the, I would say, average you know, watcher. And it's, that's too bad. I think that's – which is funny. They they say now they're going to release those two episodes. The first two episodes are getting a wider release this later. I think later this month. That even ABC they're just going to air the first two episodes just to try to lure people in. And I'm like, man, that's this is not the show that has. It's not the kind of show that had those like ep- first few episodes that get you, unless I think you really are a fan. Uh, but as they get going, they're they're awesome. But yeah. I'm not sure that they have that same hook. Like uh, something
0: like, say, Mandalorian, right? Where Mandalorian is yeah, see, awesome. that's exactly, like, you're right. By, it's the oh, oh, but it's more than just the hook of, oh, wow, this is a great episode. It's also about who it's about because Mandalorian people know that name. Yes, Boba Fett, oh, I know that name. Uh, Obi Wan, I know that name. Andor as a character was is not the most famous, well known name in Star Wars.
1: Yeah. And what's funny enough is how the, I was just commenting earlier to, you know, to my wife was that this show very much has, is showing us, this is just more about the, as we've even talked about, it's the rebellion, right? It's the birth of the, not birth, but the buildup of the rebellion. And even though it's called Andor, really, he's kind of second character or third character. Yeah. Where he's just helping to be the glue right this would have probably it would probably have actually been uh it, it would grab more people just just offhand If you call this you know star wars rebellion or you know rise of the rebellion something of that nature yeah because that's what this really is portraying but just by calling it and or you're like oh so focus on this guy uh, you know this dude. Yeah. well oh okay no it's not he's our vehicle he's our he's helping to bring bridge everything together that we're following but it really isn't as much about him, except I, I bet towards that we'll speak to it later, probably the final episode of the season will probably push more for that. But otherwise, it's really just helping to be the vehicle to see about the rebellion in general and how it's what's really going on and the this chokehold of the, the Empire.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure even we can we could call it something like Rise of the Rebellion because like we, we have seen throughout this, this is a part of the rebellion because right. if we're going to start uh, saying like you know start rebellion we can talk about rebels rebels could have easily because, been called you know i mean they're called the rebels uh, right. you know I
1: think something, uh, something like that right where that show was called rebels it was about that it was about this group of rebels and this similarly right i think it would have probably been a it almost needs needs to be you know Referencing more of that's just about a the rebellion and the empire, so something that nature. But you know, because by just calling it Andor, everybody thinks, oh, it's about this guy. And yeah, the average, even the average Star Wars, you know, fan is.
0: I I mean, look, the movie he is from, you know, Rogue One. It's it's okay. I'm going to say something. It's not meant this way, but I'll say it anyway. It is not the most colourful, charismatic movie, right? Right. Um, That's not to say it's not charismatic in its own way. Um, I say it's the same thing about Andor. There is a charisma to Andor, and I've argued about this before, but it's not the kind of colourful, swashbuckling, cowboys in space kind of vibe we are used to of Star Wars. So... You know, and like Rogue One to me is it's definitely more about the stories and the characters in it. Um, it's more about the struggle and pain that the rebels actually had to do rather than just making it about some kid from a desert who shot a hole really well from a distance, you know? Um, so I have. Well, go on.
1: That's, well, what's funny, and what's, what I do find funny,
0: and I really,
1: we're, we're going, we'll, we'll dive into the episode in a moment one of the things that does i find very amusing i think it makes sense about why they did choose this right is i have noticed over the years ever ever since rogue one came out that let's say if i'm if i'm out somewhere right go to a restaurant go to dinner somewhere i be wearing a star wars shirt one of my many star wars shirts or jacket or something i would say i'd get a lot of your average person right the waiters waitresses or just whomever the you know whomever there, uh, it's all seems, seems to always be at a restaurant. So that's why I reference this. It's that they will usually say, like, oh yeah, start, I like started also like like I loved Rogue One. Yeah, I had that, I've had that happen. They don't bring up anything else. Up, they don't bring oh, about you know are you know, the OG one. Yes, you know, so they'll just be like Rogue One. I loved it, and it was like
0: yeah. Huh. That's, I mean, that's arguably
1: that's that's one that they bring up. <laughs> arguably
0: it's the one uh spin-off Star Wars, which I think even when it came out, people didn't hate. I don't think anyone ever hated yeah. Rogue One flat out. Um hmm. but I think some people because I guess it's a sm- slow burner of a movie as well, and it takes a little bit getting used to it. But yeah, I think there has been a bit of a rebirth in popularity with that. Um but, again, I wonder if it's more about, oh, my God, Darth Vader is so cool in that one scene. Princess Leia's CGI was weird, um, yeah. you know.
1: Um, right. It's the one with some weird CGI, especially, you know, Tarkin and all that. And we won't get into that. Yeah, to, uh,
0: yeah. But,
1: but <laughs> I just want to tell you that, that from a, I guess, from the story perspective, because, yeah, when it, when it came out, what I remember how, is that actually was very positive, right? There was a lot yeah, of positive. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't
0: negative. It wasn't negative.
1: But, uh, but I'm just find it very amusing that ever since that, yeah, if just your, you know, see your average person on the street perhaps to see something that, you know, I said, they see Star Wars, they're like, oh, yeah, I love Rogue One. Like, yeah, it's, it made it, it obviously made an impact.
0: Well, right? it, it doesn't have many peers when it comes to spin-off Star Wars movies. Yeah. You know, um, because, I mean, I know there is a big divide amongst fans about Solo. Some people just think Solo's a fun little again swashbuckling sort of movie and then a other people mm-hmm. are just like why was this made um you're right i'll be honest i'm <laughs> in the second camp um <laughs> i know you are in the first but i
1: do understand <laughs> the the second camp and it's not I, I don't say it's not perfect and i would have done a lot of things differently yeah but we do There is a discussion out of that that I think we should bring up as an episode that, that many of these things touch upon. But that should be for another discussion.
0: <laughs> yes, that should be for another discussion. But let's actually talk about the episode. We're, you know, we're how far into it now? We're about 10 minutes into it. So let's get actually talking. Yeah, actually uh, get talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is just warm up. It's all warm up.
0: Yeah. So we'll do it in the sections that we've been doing the last few episodes. But so we, we get this weird horizon effect on the scene and it's like this light that's slowly opening up and I you hear some like you know muffled talking and I I guess like as it opens up we find out it's B2 Emo looking at his his House. master's chair um, mm-hmm. her stick because we find out very quickly that Andor's mother has passed away Yep. Yeah. Um, I find it really interesting because I think the character that kind of wins that entire scene is B2 Emo, really. Because. Yep. First of all, it makes complete sense. Look, we know hey, that robot has like it's it's slowly breaking down. The battery is not working that well. It's not good at remembering things. It stutters. It's kind of on its you know it it is on its own way dying. It's like an old dog that just comes up for a bowl of water and food once someone yes. goes back to sleep afterwards. Um, yeah, he's an old faithful dog. Yeah, old faithful droid. but the thing is like. Even just the introduction of him slowly seeing things and things being muffled, it's almost mm-hmm. like someone in who has like who's shut down, like they they can't deal with what is happening, and he really mm-hmm. can't deal. What was the mother's name again? Uh, uh, Marva. Marva. He can't deal with Marva being gone because he says, "Um, one of android, friends come over. Hey, look." if you want we can clear the room um you can see the body for the last time like what do you need and he goes i need marva yeah you know? oh my
1: god that was that was like
0: heartbreaking because
1: it was it was he had that that mixture of like almost like a, a child right trying to understand you know be like well Mar-, you know she might show up even as they keep going like, maybe like they had to be like she's gone yeah this, you know, she is not coming back she's gone and he genuinely sounds sad even the clo- even the, if you if you watch the clo- cap- closed captioning they even say like sad droid noises or you know s- uh, you know that he's he's sad it makes sad mechanical noise. i'm like it was just heartbreaking like <laughs> it was oh i felt that
0: <laughs> but even like body language wise as weird as because yeah. it's just a box with a box on top really and um, like he falls into himself like you yeah. know, like, he kind of just falls in, and just like, and they don't know what to do with him. Like they know someone has to take responsibility, and that's this is a point I I, I messaged you about earlier, and I find so fascinating. These people seem to actually genuinely care for this robot, or at least because this robot belonged to Marva, they will look after it because, like, imagine like the Star Wars universe, right? People aren't nice to droids. And this is not a dark side are evil to droids and the good side are nice. They are absolutely not. The, the good side, they're assholes to droids, frankly, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've really seen it in Solo, interestingly enough. We see a robot that's all about, you know, getting robot independence and we discover that if yeah. databanks uh, don't get cleared often enough over time, they start growing out. Kind of, I, I think... So I would say in the Star Wars universe, droids are mostly sentient, but within their programming. And the longer they're left running, they kind of grow beyond their programming. And that's why we have like R2-D2 being quite a personality, really. He kind of does his own mm-hmm. thing. You know, he doesn't really listen to his master all that much. And we kind of see it as Solo as well. I'm, I can't remember the name of the robot. Um, oh,
1: uh, um, l L3- 3 uh Yeah, it's... it's uh,
0: yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but we we know that um, you know she's been kept you know unwiped for many many years, and she's kind of got her own personality. So that's this like they are definitely sentient. I, I think all droids, even fresh off the block, seem to have a sentience to them. I mean, even like uh, you know the little weird <laughs> droids on Tatooine that look after like a pod racing and all that, and they can like squ- yeah. and, and jump into a disc. They have fear. And laughter, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, I always felt like there must be one programmer that does all these joys because that person (laughs) must have a personality, like there's something going on there. But in reality, yeah, there is a certain sentence. I mean, the basic use of slave labor, quite expendable, Mm -hmm. you know, um, we see it with when they first leave Tatooine um, and they're not Tatooine, um, Naboo. (laughs) <laughs> it the Naboo Aldrin and R2-D2 uh, and his buddies are told to go on top of the ship and just basically fix it and they all get shot away except for R2-D2 yeah. and it's it's a few, one of the few times where we then says oh well this um, R2-D2 unit will have to be looked after very well thank you brave little dro-. Right, one of the few times where they went Sound man, thanks you know because like I think we saw some in Clone Wars where Archdej gets goes missing and Anakin tries to find him, and we mm-hmm. see that he clearly cares um i though I think there's probably a part of it there. it's just like, oh, this. Droid belonged to my girlfriend, and I will love it. Uh, um. <laughs>
1: well, that's a good point of like in Clone Wars, well, like where uh, you know, there's the yeah when, when he goes missing, or that when he has to be, he's sent off. There's an episode where uh, that he and Anakin crash. There's something that happens. I think they crash or something. Uh, R2D2 manages to go. And he he's able to escape in the ship, in the, back to the ship because Anakin tells him he's like trapped. Anakin's completely trapped. He's he's injured and he's trapped. And he tells them, you've got to go, you know, go back and, and tell them. And he goes off and they, he zooms in, finally you know, gets back to Coruscant, zooms in, or to the ship, I can't remember which but either way, he zooms in. And it's uh, Mace Windu talking with, uh, he has Ahsoka and I think a few of the others. And, and he zooms in and, you know, he's, wow, whatever. And, and Ahsoka's the one going... This this is Anakin's droid. What, what's he saying? What, tell us, Anakin. Like he actually, she actually, you know, gives some empathy to you know to him and listening under, like treating him like you know he's important, not just yeah. because he's Anakin's droid, but he's important. And yeah, so it's interesting, interesting things in what they do with how they treat droids and the the differences. Uh, but this one particularly just seems really, really the the empathy yeah I and mean, then how much emotion that this this droid has as well uh, then again of, here's the thing it's yeah.
0: a question david how long has this robot been not like deleted all its personality files this robot has been left to run probably for the entire time of andor living with his mother and beyond like you know this is an well, old machine like, yeah. you know yeah, exactly. Well,
1: because whenever we showed, we saw in the flashback that it was all bright, shiny, new, speaking clearly. So it's been around, you know, for as long yeah, as long as yeah. Andor's been around, at least, at a yeah. uh, minimum. It could so, very yeah, well be exactly. Andor's
0: age, you know? Right. So he's fairly old. Whatever age Andor is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. You know, Andor is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, like I've said this before, I know maybe this is, the like, the weird sci-fi... Uh, fan in me um. but I'd love to have now a, even a short series maybe even animated of droids throughout the years of Star Wars and how they lived and how they are treated because there is a big story element there that we just don't visit in the movies you know I think isn't
1: there I thought there was uh, something in the works or was was thrown out there to be in the works as part of the whole smorgasbord of things i could be mistaken might have been just 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 one little thing but i think there's something supposed to be in the works i hope uh, so because i don't know how much it touches upon it but it's supposed (laughs) to do somewhat
0: because i mean the droids are like the some of the most popular characters in star wars like everyone knows c3p and r2d2 no one hates those characters you know and like they make sure that every single person star Wars seems to have some sort of droid or ai even even luthan has a kind of a droidy how who's part of a ship that we see later on in the episode so like it's maybe they just don't want to address the fact that hey we have sentient slave labor and the good guys have them too um, yeah but then again isn't the prequest the whole story about how you know the good guys the jedi not that good you know not yeah. just, not evil not like purposely bad but definitely lost yeah lost their way yeah absolutely but yeah no like give me a show of it i, I want to see it i want to see the story okay it's the only thing i really liked our solo was this idea of like yeah sentience in droids what's the story um but yes uh then we go on to uh bix and she is not having the best of it
1: yeah, Vix, uh, Obviously, as, as they they give the little you know vocal throwback there, that that audio that they put her through uh, that messed her up. They mm. weren't kidding that this causes issues. Uh, as they drag her out herself, she's they're carrying her basically, and she looks based out.
0: Yeah, and she's very much struggling because you know we get the what's the best way to, not to inspect her sounds too nice and official um but the person who's torturing <laughs> her and he says look yeah, you yeah. yeah interrogate her and he said look you need to tell me the truth you need to say clear and loud otherwise i have to call the doctor back imagine turning yeah. the idea of a doctor a healer a good man into something i mean it is You know, I mean, I think we mentioned World War II too too much in the show, but um, (laughs) like it it, it gives that sort of Mendel vibe that like science and medicine turned on its head for evil, and like, yeah, you know, they're really torturing her for that. And she's still struggling, my god, she's still fighting it. Um, Mm -hmm. they want to know where's Andrew, what's where's Andrew going, you know right
1: yeah they, they they question they once again bring up this character Krieger
0: Krieger yeah yeah
1: I tried looking at because they showed they actually this to finally show in a in, in their hologram right showing that that I tried to take a good look and see I was I was wondering like are they this feels like they keep bringing up Krieger Krieger like they're using him as a very focal point in this in the previous episodes in this episode and we bring up again later on we'll we'll touch upon as well uh for an argument that you know this Krieger character and mm-hmm. i was trying to see like i was trying to see if the if it recognizes anybody like just just they, they would use it as a you know uh surprise character played by you know a surprise played by so and so right yeah because um, i haven't seen anything or heard anything but uh i didn't recognize so i i don't know but it's interesting they keep bringing this character up and yeah, yeah they interrogate her saying is he is he the one you you introduced and or to you know who is who is that who you wanted to meet who is you know what where are they who are they
0: yeah i mean like if it's krieger the way it's spelled it obviously it's the, there's the German connection with it meaning warrior and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's a few mention of Krieger, um, in the wiki is, but I don't think anything is related to this at least. Um, but yeah, no, it's I, mean, I understand
1: it came about from the show. I don't think I didn't think there was any previous restaurant. This character is made for the show.
0: No, I don't think so. But like the word Krieger has come up here and there. But then again, it's because it's an actual word and it's it's yes. you know, it's bound to pop up. Um yeah, um and okay, so we know that Marva's having a funeral and um they clearly they had to ask the local empire who's in charge if they could have it. and Yeah, yeah. But give them a small one because Daedra is there and she wants to lay a trap for Andor. You know, right.
1: Yeah, this is this is kicking off a big thing with with passing of Marva.
0: Yeah. Um, And I'm really wondering, is Andor going to come back? Uh, Like his mother told him, hey, look, that's the price of love. You think about the people, you worry about them, but you have to keep on going. And that's just how it is like i know it's not true i know it's not the case but for a little bit in this i was like is she dead <laughs> yeah, is it something like you know under the counter being planned but no i think yeah she's very much dead
1: I, yeah i don't i don't think they're doing anything no. yeah more, more this is than it's that not what the characters like, about
0: a, really not really yeah. yeah um especially if they wouldn't have built up all her illness and getting Tired, and that you yeah, just too, it, like say it. it
1: felt like they had too much, too much of that in some private interactions yeah. that showed it you'll uh, watch like,
0: yeah. you'll watch now there'll be like Luthan will be in a hole with Andor and he, he has a gun out to ready to shoot and she just jumps up from the rafters and just knocks Luthen down like that's what's going to happen I tell you
1: <laughs> Batman, kicks me yeah. in you're like I don't spry like,
0: yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> <I> don't <know." laughs> yeah. Uh, B2 emo just comes out on little jetpacks just knock him across the head <laughs> King
1: out yeah. and you're like where did this come from
0: <laughs> I was just chewing, you know? and then Andor and then Andor turns around and just has a lightsaber
1: <laughs> what <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh gosh oh my god that
1: would be that would
0: be, like the, that would be the true Disneyfication yeah of, like, <laughs> if that, we would just be like oh yeah. my god yeah Um. yet again we can say about Disneyfication um, Star Wars never made this show by itself Disney was there you know Um, though I will here's the thing I think a lot of people don't really understand about Disney now don't go wrong I'm not like yay Disney about owning everything in fact quite the opposite but I will say when they do buy properties they're usually quite hands off of it because they buy successful um, companies and then just kind of go yeah, we're going to leave this person in charge, you do your thing and kind of, you know, that's kind of the same have with Marvel. For the most part, they do come in once in a while, like, especially with, hey, how can they have a lesbian couple there, but cut us so the Chinese market, we'll still buy it up, you know? <laughs> like, that kind of stuff is still happening. But for yeah. the most part, I don't think Disney comes in too much uh, with big, plot things i think they kind of came in when they said when solo flopped went yeah no more spin-off movies for now please thank you um yeah. again not a disney fan in that way just just to be clear but they're not as ingrained into that what they own as people might think um anyway but yeah uh, you know they want to see if they can maybe capture um, andor and again like I said with Krieger um but let's go to our weirdo um, Cyril he gets w- yes. yeah, he gets woken up by his ma um i like you know like where he lives really reminds me of those like bubble apartments in like japan that would be craze, like in the eighties, you know, like with the the hi fi stereo and the, like, the big round windows and that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah oh,
1: I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm fascinated by that kind of stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, like if I built a dystopia, I would do that. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> though. Saying to be fair, uh, to try, they weren't really meant to be like where you lived all the time. It was like for businessmen who lived in the country who. You know, get an apartment in the city while they're there. But yeah, I kind of get that vibe from it. Like, this very, like, oh, what's the best way to say it? um Very. Well, it, a- a- it, go on. You know, it's, yeah, it's very
1: sterile, right? But not yeah. so, but it's very, you know, it's their necessities only, right? Yeah, Layout yeah. And, and everything. So very small. I mean, it, it's exactly what you see in a large, large. Cities, right? From 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 like New York or Lella, you know, where it's like these, you know, you're you're paying, you know, all kinds of money for just barely a space where you can your bed can fold out, you know, pop up, and you've got this little kitchen, kitchen, Uh, yeah, or hell, even or even if you do have the or, what, what, you know, I I crack up about the places that. You know, that are actually your bed is actually this you have to go up the little ladder. Oh you right have a table underneath ceiling, it. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, that's your bed. I'm like, man, I hope you don't have like nightcares where you want to sit, you know, suddenly sit straight up, you know,
0: bash your head through the ceiling. Oh yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> like the thing is, right, I have a fascination about like the tiny house movement. I really do. Mm-hmm. But I also know I need room for my junk. Like I, yeah. I like like if I had the tiny house movement, like like half the place would be full of my books. You know, like yeah. I need more space, Um but yeah, yeah. That's like this, this primitive sort of pre-made housing. So every single house will have this, the bed in the same place, the same windows, in just a yes. big block, and, and that's why it's kind of it remind me that was the Japanese bubble um, house apartment things. Yeah, Um but. Yeah, his mom wakes him up and it's just a really sad looking room. He just has this brown blanket over him. And he's just like, "Get up, Cyril, there's a call for you. And he's like, oh. <laughs> you know? And he's just like, oh, I was just getting sleep. And I was dreaming about like stalking someone. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, and yeah, he goes to the phone, which... It's not really a phone, is it? It's more like a weird radio because he has to keep adjusting it to keep it working.
1: Yeah. No, it's
0: like TV yeah, this TV radio thing going on. I'm like, yeah. really?
1: all this technology,
0: this is what's cracking me up, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like- yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's, it's this old buddy, the guy who was first guy and started just- to say shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, I have information. Um and like this guy really imprinted on Cyril, didn't he? He just straight yeah. away went, "This is my general." Why? No idea. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Maybe I think that both kind of manic, and maybe they recognize that in each other. Like yeah. you know, yep,
1: extremely uh, manic.
0: Yeah, and he, he's twiddling on the phone, trying to keep it. Like, imagine if you had to do that. Uh, Here's it. Oh, I know I'm just complaining now, but like. Mobile phone surely is within the realms of possibilities in the Star Wars universe. Like, like I, we have a landline here, but that's because I live with like eighty-year-old people. Like, who has a landline? I, I guess so. You still get landline if you get internet in places, isn't there? Some stuff like that.
1: Well, no, even even these days, like landline, they're they doing away with anything that's even traditional. Traditional landlines, as you as we know it, is nearly dead. Yeah, you right? can't even order standard land and anything even landline-ish is really just mimicking it basically by just because of airnet. internet. It's basically just an internet voice over IP, but it's barely a landline in that Oh, case. do you yeah. know
0: something interesting? In Ireland, we have a crowd called Air. They used to be called Aircom. And their real target is targeting out old people because they're the landline crowd, right? Mm-hmm. And they their design, like the EIR, is just a loop of, you know, the cord, cord of phone, the loops in the cord of phone, Like the, yeah. And it's just like that stretched out to spell out air. And it's like, it's the last, it's like the last thing they have. It's like, please, we do landlines. Please. We'll even. You know, package some ki- like satellite TV with it, please. Just stay with us, uh, because no one's buying landline anymore. What? Uh, why would yep. you? You know. But yeah, so I. I it's weird because they do have communications things. I I don't know. Just get like go to Star Trek and borrow their communicator or whatever. Like <laughs> Star Wars, yeah, sort got- yourself out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's very funny the mixture of technology in Star in Star Wars. World, yeah, right. In universe where we have this weird mixture of the era it was made in right that still uses very hints of the same of the te- very same technology that existed in 70s as well as you know newfangled things right that, that are completely futuristic and you're just like
0: this is very strange could, <laughs> could you imagine what Luther could do on whatsapp <laughs> My god, his mind would be blown. <laughs> uh, Lots of phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, someone got kicked out of the channel again. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, Cyril is yeah, it's Matt's just like, ah, you, 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 you thought you were all blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, I'm angry. And he's probably yep. going to leave very quickly. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he now he knows about... So we're, we're laying... You know, this, this episode is laying down this... this. Uh, Everyone's going to invite uh, to the party. Exactly. Yeah. Right, this footwork here, this framework. Uh, okay, everybody knows. So now everybody's going to... They know one central place to help... To, 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 Clamp down on that as we will continue on but yeah that's basically what we're what they're established throughout this episode is everybody starts finding out about his mother's uh death
0: yeah yeah absolutely um yeah, so look, we'll move on a little bit, and I suppose we should talk about Andor. Um, <laughs> Andor. Yeah, goes, I, what, what, what's going on with. No, oh, let's right? not go back to that tingle.
1: <laughs> but anyway. I will always go. That's, that's just how this feels, right? This, the, the series, like I, like I said at the beginning, right? It's less and less about Andor, it's just more about the rebellion and Yeah, Empire. yeah, well,
0: oh, you know, yeah, it really is, and he's a little cheery break-in with a jingle. What's <laughs> the what right we Well, you know what? I promise you, season two will have a jingle for when we get to Android bits. All right, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> all right, um, okay, so. <laughs> Andor and Nelshi, uh, his new best buddy Nelshi, ever. Nelshi? Melchi, N- yeah. Melchi. Okay, Melchi. Yeah. Right. Um. They're climbing a cliff and that hurts their Gosh. hands. Um, and their feet. A, and, and their bare
1: feet. Their hands. Bloody. Oh, God. That, that, I have a thing about... See- with with toes bloody like like i can feel it right if you're, yeah. you're bare feet against stuff like that you grew up in nails... the desert
0: i get it um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. like oh my god i just i cringe I, I
1: i not not bad enough to look away but god, god i was it. like oh my yeah. god ow
0: <laughs> yeah and they, they they kind of i i guess this is again a lesson of perseverance because they're holding on because there's someone above and they don't want to be caught and they're just like I can't hold on anymore. And, and Andrew goes, I hear you. I am listening to you. Yeah. I'm not sure what it's trying to entail, maybe like then being acknowledged or whatever. Obviously, there's some sort of strength derived from that. I'm not really understanding where they're going with that.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. I think it, it was, he was just acknowledging, like, like, I hear you. Why? Like, this just, just yeah it's just acknowledging it because right? it's, it's it, but he, it feels he,
0: it feels mo- more than just like yeah i hear you whatever let's go it feels <laughs> more like no I, it's important for you to know that i hear you yeah. maybe it's because they were in prison for so long and no one gave a shit this is uh hey we're in it together kind of thing do you think I, that,
1: that's kind of what i felt like there was this there was this it's that strength in in saying that right? yeah that he is is because he's not just gonna be like oh well, it's, it's okay but reassuring He just knows that look i hear you hmm. we are like it almost, almost like in a like way he was saying himself like acknowledging it that we're both in pain. like yes we're suffering in this we yeah. this this hurt but we've got to push but with, saying it without saying it i just yeah if simply saying i hear you interestingly, on.
0: interestingly it kind of goes back to um you know at the beginning of the series where we were talking about everyone has a rebellion and they all have their stories mm-hmm. and they wouldn't share each other's stories all the time. They kind of kept to themselves. Here we kind of have a thing like, now we're sharing a rebellion. I hear how you're suffering. I am listening to it. We're in it together. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But they eventually come up when they think um whatever's gone. And they see a small spaceship and then... Some. Let me check my notes. Uh, big fat aliens. Um, <laughs> um, which it it sounds mean and it is mean, but it turns out these are actually quite sound aliens. But we don't find out straight away. All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, look, they're literally I'm meant sure. to play the big fat aliens, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they really are. <laughs> like, he literally has his belly sticking out underneath his shirt. Like, this. They. Like, I'm not even saying those. That alien species is fat naturally. I'm just saying they are the fat ones. Like, I'm, I, am i am sure there's like, you know, streaky thin ones jogging somewhere. You know. Um. <laughs> by the way, anyone who's going to get upset uh, in case of fat phobia and all of, I'm a fat shit. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> um. But yeah, like, oh my god, they try to belt it to the little ship. Uh, now this yeah. ship is an old version. Andrew's not even sure if he can fly it. And these guys seem to be fishing or something. I think the the alien dudes or whatever, yeah. whatever they're doing they're doing something. And they try to belt it to it and they get caught straight away and get put yep. into weird gooey webby things like.
1: Yeah, yeah. As we see that they, you know, you, you, what you do. They're they're like, oh, we can we can make this ship. They're distracted. And by the time they'll see us, you know, if they see us, we'll make it. You're know, like, uh, hike, uh something, something's gonna, and yeah, sure enough, they're they're running, they almost <laughs> are gonna make it. This, this yeah. gooeyness, I swear, what they reminded me of as they shot out, they were so the thick and and looking and, and very white looking is that? Okay, this sounds really like I'm yeah, going yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> what it what it looked like was udon noodles to me. Like I've just oh, been, oh yeah, been that. yeah. I started laughing, you know, when I saw it because I'm like, oh, they just nailed them at noodles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like weird, you know, like.
0: <laughs> you know like really like old spider-man comic web slinging like you know like yeah (laughs) um but like okay we kind of get this hint that oh they're gonna eat or something or something like that because that's the idea we get from Work like big heavy alien dudes, and he says we're not part of the Empire. And this guy's just going on to her, the Empire destroys everything. It goes over... I, I honestly I couldn't make sense of what he was saying. Half time, he just seems to like be rumbling. Like oh, everyone oh, thinks they're destroying, destroying it, and the Empire come here. Oh. He just seems to be giving out. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. This is uh, this is one of
1: those times of yeah i was having a hard time i'm glad for closed captions I, I watched this with closed captioning uh so it helped out a lot having closed captioning on of catching what they were saying and you know, they're like yeah pr- prison spoiled the water you know it, you know but, but it was the empire yeah but spoiled the water prison did it you uh, know you're like
0: ah oh, snap <laughs> yeah but honestly I, I was saying like i'll never give out about yoda again like yeah. <laughs> you know um but yeah so we have that happening and then they said, please don't kill us or whatever. They say, we're not gonna kill you and they just like they just kind of go like oh yeah. like wait just just ask we'll fly you what the hell is wrong with you people <laughs> you know yeah I love that everybody <laughs> else like ah oh, we're not
1: you know uh, where, where, are you, where are you heading you're like, well, you like know, and there's was uh oh, yeah like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you went know, like, through all this like, oh this this is this is the only entertainment they get. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I I like those two alien dudes. Even the alien dude who had no hands and two knives that he just jointed in. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, not much going on with Andro this um episode. We'll we'll go back to him at the very end, um, because you know, he. St- you already know what's going on, matter, yeah. but we'll get there. Um, let's go to Mothma for a second. Um, yeah. Clearly, Mothma has cracked and she seems to have agreed to take part in the old traditions of her home. Very much really? to the point that her sister is shocked that she's putting her niece and Mothma's daughter through this weird like i was saying to you like handmaid's tale sort of sit around the table catholic school sunday yeah. chanting to each other thing uh,
1: i mean more than that yeah it's, it's a, this cult thing right the, this weird chant when, when they're doing that chant and you're hearing about you know what the, i forgot i meant to write down some of the words to it it's just like what in the you know, binding and all this stuff you're just like this is some crazy cult shit. What is going on? And Moffa's just, just standing there watching drinking you know, wine he, going
0: off fuck. Yeah.
1: Like, like and you can tell, like, yeah, she's a like, couple but she doesn't like it. And, but here her daughter's just in there and like happily enjoying like just looks all happily. Here I am with my you know, with my friends and we're all doing this. It's like Yeah. What the hell? And yeah, they'll they'll comes up to her is like sees this and knows knows what it is. Yeah. And you realize when they, they're saying, Oh, this is of their tradition and it's like oh so this comes from from that side but it's I mean, really it's interesting comment.
0: though it's really interesting comment like, I, and because i'm going to say the comment you're about to say um because first of all she says what are you doing like this is so fucked up like and mm-hmm. mothma goes like yeah uh interestingly um people take our traditions more serious here than they do back home And like that is a political message. Now, Star Wars is always political. Yes, it is. Angry man somewhere who says, Star Wars is is, too political. It has been very political. Day one, chill. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is not made up sci-fi in general, by the way, just in case you haven't noticed. Um, (laughs) But yeah. uh, And yeah, Mothman makes this point again. People are even more... Conservative, I suppose, um, away from their planet. And I was kind of mentioning, you get that a lot with, um, you know, expats um, around the world. They tend to be very patriotic to their homeland, even though they live for many years away. And Mm -hmm. I guess there's a part of it like trying to hold on to your culture and feeling like it's going to ebb away. Or I, I, I think that's the only way, like you think you're not true to your roots anymore so you have to be extra hard on it which is nonsense yep. of the highest order but you know whatever
1: uh i mean it's interesting because, yeah you see that happen with a lot yeah a lot of folks and they'll, they'll lean towards something of you know of the old country you know whatever yeah. it may be uh you know no matter no matter where you're from like you know and, and but they'll break up things even even with things that this is the ideal of them, right? Or the ideal, the ideal. Yeah, I mean, um, as an Irish person, I, mean, I can what,
0: tell you yeah. stories about um, Amer- Irish Americans and what they mm-hmm. think Ireland is like, and what they think Irish culture is like. And mm-hmm. Ireland has moved very far on. And I mean, you know, David, you've been over here, like you, you mm-hmm. have must have had an image of Ireland, right? An idea yeah. of what Irish people were and all that. Kind of... Did it conflict to what you experienced?
1: You know, so it was very interesting, right? Well, it, it helped the fact of that my wife had been there previously once uh, before she met me, and so described some things. But yeah, I had obviously certain certain things, and funny enough, I would say for the most part, you know, it had a lot of things that I was I was expecting, and other things. the The funniest thing to me was this, uh, and I think it's because of my my trip to years prior to Japan mm. that I that I was also kind of influenced by, but coming to Ireland what amused me the most was the music hmm. and what i what, what i found amuse- you know especially particularly not even just being like say just in dublin where it's like just just at the main bars right which yeah, had yeah. more i will say tourists right yeah, yeah you do- tempo bar the music, is not, <laughs> the music is not going to be be all traditional or all real proper but what cracked me up was even more in the countryside of things and hearing like the, all the radios being tuned to just pop stations, yeah, and like it's all just American, like basically just to all you know all that, and I was just laughed going as I'm going around. I basically I still felt like I was in America uh, in a lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, just with more beautiful scenery, right? Or would or just just ha- or in, the, in a lot of cases, or just you know blocked in the road by a herd of sheep and having yeah. to wait. That's the traffic jam, right? Um, <laughs> there, there literally was. There was one part we literally had that happen. Yeah, um, but but. That, it, it's funny yeah it's like yeah. it's just interesting the the things that are different and yeah what you have as your ideals or your idea yeah. in the of the I'm, here's the thing countries.
0: i'm not going to like completely say people if- mm-hmm. OK, it's going to sound really weirdly um, white supremacy, <laughs> um, but like... Um,
1: you know, i you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I say sure. like this. Oh, I, I, no, OK, OK,
0: OK. <laughs> I'm saying there is an element of trying to preserve a bit of authentic culture from the past. A hundred percent. Definitely enjoy your traditions yeah. as long as you share them. Like that's the whole point of traditions, isn't it? You share it and have a good time with people. Um, yeah, you know. I mean,
1: well, that, that could be, there's certain traditions, like yes, yeah, you know, like a good example is certain, you know, certain music, certain foods, certain certain things. Yeah, I think there are good traditions. There are things you have to try to hold to, especially. Based on a lot, a lot of that is particularly because of what they represent. Yeah.
0: But like, for example, when you were were over here, like, I'm sure you like he went to a pub for like trad sessions, like traditional Irish music sessions, Mm -hmm. you know, and it it would be a terrible shame if those things disappeared. Yeah, you know, Um, but again... That kind of tradition, great, fantastic. Let's keep it alive in all different cultures. Mm-hmm. And share it. Like, never be, yeah. like, possessive. Like, bring people in. Show them. This is the good shit about being human, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's that. You know, it's those kinds of things. That's why, like, I love seeing,
1: you know, I, I mean, uh, like, you know, for example, things of of, of Japan, right? Yeah, Things for, for me, like, for seeing the the Japanese culture of certain things, you know, being sp- you know, that, that people was you know, try to spread, try to learn about, yada, yada. And, you know, you're seeing some, you know, some folks oh white, well, you know, you're, you're doing cultural appropriation and, you know, all it's like they're just experiencing this, you know, let's say a tea ceremony, let's say. Right. They're not making a mockery of it. Yeah. Uh, they're, do, you know, saying, well, hey, they do this in Japan. So we're going to let's experience this. Let's see. I think those are good things. Yeah. Right. It's, if you're if you were if you're doing it in a in a manner that you're dressing up like clowns and you're and explicitly because you're like, oh, this is isn't as silly as a stupid. OK, now now you're you're legit yeah. mockery. Yeah. It to experience to experience being like this is an interesting cultural thing, because especially like I think because it's everybody has we, we do have our own traditions. Of course we do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, things. and for some and some folks, it kind of gets diluted or gets lost with some so it makes it interesting experiencing yeah. something it's like we don't do that well I, I mean
0: would like even really? real Let's real world example I believe like the traditional kimono kind of dress was going out of fashion mm-hmm. in Japan and it was brought back to life because of tourism because people wanted mm-hmm. to see it and wear them and you know it actually kind of preserved a bit of culture <laughs> that most Japanese yeah. people were like why would we still wear these things, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know? Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, the paddy caps, you know you know what I mean by paddy caps, um, yeah. the Irish caps. Like, like, like you know what? If I, ever I'm in Dublin and I see someone wearing that, I can tell you where the tourist is because it's not an Irish person wearing it. Like, if you go to the country, sure, yeah, maybe. But Dublin mm-hmm. City, you see one, it's like, Wow. Where are you from? New York or, you know? <laughs> but again, I, I find it funny, you know, it's it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, but
1: yeah, you, here,
0: this, this, is this is the dark side bit. of culture. This is the possessive oh. sort of highly, uh, uh, nothing against religious people, but like this indoctrination vibe to it, you know? right that yeah. that's
1: the part uh, yeah let's be clear right that's the part that gets scary since indoctrination no matter what it is yeah when you get to that level that gets uh that's the, that's where i back away uh yeah no. i mean like it's <laughs> th- not
0: i would say this <laughs> i think i had a fairly positive um time growing up in religious schools cuz that was what mm-hmm. the schools were so i i was you know raised in cbs at schools and you know what It really didn't do me any harm. I had a good experience. I think Mm -hmm. most of my friends would have say the same thing. But, you know, like when I do talk to people about school experiences, like in primary school, every morning we said a few prayers. And like if Mm -hmm. I said that to anyone who kind of grew up in a secular school, they go, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh, okay, (laughs) Um, that's interesting. But I never thought anything more of it. But yeah, again, but even then you know like you choose to go to religious school this seems like a cultural must-have in the star wars universe like hey right because here's the thing she's obviously getting her daughter involved in that so that she can marry this boy who 15 years of age most likely
1: well that was this what was interesting right where what while well, she she's you, you're, it's it's kind of odd, right? Because you can tell that Mon Mothma doesn't seem to be particularly of hmm, uh, 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 put in a fond light of all traditions about her, where she's from. Yeah. But of her, but uh, as she tells Vel, because and and obviously by by the fact of how shocked Vel is, she's like that. You know, she would have her daughter doing it. That is, as uh, Mon Mothma says, she goes, "It's it's actually her." She goes, "It was Lita. It's the 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 daughter, she goes. She's the one that's all for this. She's the one who sought this out. They weren't pushing it on her. She sought this out. You know, uh, so, so it's like she
0: went for it. You know what? I think there's something. The one thing I say that this season has failed is trying to explain that relationship between Mon moth and her daughter, because. Yeah, and, uh, it's... Is it good, just good. teenage re- rebellion? Is it her just mm-hmm. preferring her father? No, there's, there's something going on. Here. Granted, maybe Ma and Mothman is not enough in her life, but then again, we see her every day with her daughter. Every time she's at home, she's with her daughter. Like, this is not mm-hmm. anything, you know.
1: Yeah, it's an odd... Yeah, I I agree. I think it's one thing they've not fully fully fleshed out so we have to kind of come to we have to come to some conclusions about this where this is coming from because it does feel like it's more than just mm, teenage you know teenager being teenager rebellion oh i don't like my my parents i don't like my mom yeah my dad lets me do cool stuff we didn't we don't touch upon that too much because we do see that you know the father does seem she seems to favor him a bit more but we don't absolutely we're not fully seeing like this like full gravitation towards her dad you, okay but yes right? okay I, 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 don't, I don't i don't get that yeah. i don't get that feeling you know what we've seen the father like saying
0: yeah we've seen the father like twice though you know he hasn't been around yeah. that much
1: right but even vel yeah vel makes that comment oh is it because of the young father she's like no because i think everybody we were you know th- assuming that but i think it adds to it i i do lean towards what this guy feels like oh she's going for the traditions and whatnot because it's what she You know, that if she leaned towards it, does speak to this. Gives me that vibe, eh, not saying anything about anything, Hmm. just it gives me this vibe about the parents being distant, right? So she's looking for something to latch on to, 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 for that family, for that, you know, what, you know, uh, feeling of belonging and, and and that something that she can own that's not you know not just totally from her parents being told telling her yeah. to do something or getting anything. she's choosing this and it's like it works because oh, it's always is part of my people okay so it is me it's part of me and i yeah. want this so i think
0: i think there is a, another option here another point of view to look at this though hmm? what i think another point is, of view i know it's very from a certain point of view <laughs> i think okay so you have to imagine the world the daughter lives in right so mm-hmm. high society uh, she yeah. is arguably amongst her species or culture Um she is probably like seen ranked as one of the highest on Coruscant um, but we know mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. that there are other people other children other you know peers of her age around her of her faith and her religion and her culture as well and do you think Because Mon and because they're like mostly seem to be conservative because they're part of this weird faith thing like all the other kids and so obviously her parent their parents are as well. Do you think that maybe the other families are talking about Mon Mothman being a busybody, not being a traditionalist, not being a conservative, just really sort of making their people stick out in the Senate in, in a way they wouldn't want to be? and she hears all this she hears it from her peers she hears it from her peers parents and she's just like oh i hate this why are you making my life because so-? she might be bullied she might be attacked for this you know right.
1: here's something yeah 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 and that would that that fully really fits i like you know i think that that's a very good point right that could be that would absolutely uh that's exactly what would happen,
0: actually. Yeah. Um, but we'll kind of let them bubble away there. But we'll take someone from here. Um. Her sister goes to see... Is, is, there,
1: is, it, is it her, her sister? Is, is she her sister or is she her cousin? I thought she was her cousin.
0: Is it cousin? Either way. I thought she said aunt. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Look... This person. Oh, it is. No, because she says, are oh, you going to visit okay. your parents? That's right. It's a cousin. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, But like her cousin goes to see Luthan's secretary, Clea, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Yes, because now yeah. I have to just think it's Leia and a letter of four. Okay. Uh, yep. Clea and... <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I like to see that the shop actually is a working shop because the secretary or Luthen's love interest or Luthen's wife, who knows? Um, his
1: partner. His partner.
0: She's, but know, but, but she's partner, you can take,
1: you can take in any any yeah. form of his, yeah, his yeah.
0: partner in this whole. But like, she's definitely like emotionally attached to a certain degree because she's like hey, maybe she should come home and relax it's fine uh, <laughs> but yeah she's fixing on some sort of coin or whatever she's working on a microscope I'm not sure what it is I'm sure there's like a whole bunch of people, oh, it's from this episode uh, it means this and yep. this <laughs> I-, I wanted to go
1: back. I was going to go back and screenshot it so I could look up I, I hadn't had a chance yeah. to do that I-, I imagine that was some, some kind of reference so Yeah, I'll go
0: take a look I- um, and but, see but I will say I think they casted Mothma's um, cousin really well because I thought it was Mothma who came to the shop to look in to the secretary at the door but it's oh, yeah. it's her cousin uh, so they, they, they they're really good casting even though I if I saw them both on screen at the same time I'd be like no they're different but yeah this yeah I don't know it means nothing but whatever and no I
1: think that was not, that you, you hit something that I had thought the same thing and, and, and once they revealed when she, she's at the door and, and, and Clay lets her in and I was like oh it's vel it was it, it hit me of going i thought the same thing like wow they're both doing really well about flipping their personas right and or well she particularly you know, flipped her persona to being this that same regal you know of importance yeah right? yeah and yourself and looking that way in the from a distance so that you did seem like it was the same person so I like, yeah i thought that was actually that really hit i was like well, that was well done
0: Mm, yeah yeah absolutely uh, i i love how the show has these like double characters in themselves it's done really really mm-hmm. well um but she's basically there to say hey so where's luthan uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Luther be doing things um but yeah do you want to tell us w- what luthan is up to
1: yeah so because yeah, i love the fact I, you're real quick i love that she goes you know uh, you know, she's asking where he is and, you know, Clay's like, like, oh, you know, we have rules and, you know, blah, blah, blah. She, she goes, we mean we are. We, you know, we're here doing blah, blah. She's like, we need we. She goes, I looked around back. His ship's not here. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, you know, and, and the like, thing okay. we
0: And the thing we should mention as well, like Luthan, um, like, so I, just before this episode started, they had like a, you know, playback of what happened in previous episodes and they kind of really dug deep in like a few episodes back and like one thing that Luthan came up with was like, he wants to bring the rebels together. That's his goal. That's what he wants to do. And I leave you now to go and see what Luthen's doing.
1: So as we as we go from her, you know Vel's reason for being there is just to mention. Basically, she's telling him you know let him know. And again, the whole seed of this whole thing is let him know Andor's mom died. Right? Yeah. So
0: again,
1: hmm. that might be our chance to you
0: know. So whatever he's going to get so, so we many up. weird calls about his mother dying from so many people.
1: No, no kidding, right? <laughs> what? what are you talking about? So you know, so now now we go from you know now let's go over to what's going on with Luthen. Yeah, <laughs> we see. So what we see with Luthen is now he's off, and once again he is meeting. He he's he's off meeting with Saw Guerrera
0: again. Yes,
1: uh, as as we find, it sounds like uh, Saw. Send out communication to him because it doesn't seem like he's not just Visium. Saw is there. You see him excitedly running around and, and throwing things together as he goes, We are doing the mission. We're in. We're going, to, we're gonna go what you you wanted us to go uh uh work with with, with this Krieger character. But I've got these conditions, but you know, we must we're not gonna just obey anybody. We're he's gonna do it my way. And here's all this stuff. But he's all excited, all pumped up for it. You know, just just tell him he has to agree to my terms, but I'll do it. I'll pumped and he goes, but he, this is going to happen tomorrow, Luthen tells. Oh, I can do that. Just just have him agree to my terms. We'll do it. And finally, Luthen just says, nope. And they'll love the pause, you know, like, you know, Saul's so like, but you were all trying to convince me to do it. Now, no, what, what's what's going on? And Luthen tells him, it's like, well, ISB knows. They know that, you know, this that what about this. And, and we know this yeah, so, from
0: um, the guy... He's up in the elevator. A yeah, episode. yeah. Well, yeah.
1: This episode because he, he gets told about this. So, and, and I love that now how this scene unfolds between them. Right? That you know he's he. All I say he goes how how do you know I won't tell Krieger about this because obviously you haven't. uh This this you know, you're just telling us he goes, you know well, I, I don't, but you know this is far from ideal for either of us, uh and you going back to forth as Soth tries to figure this out. He's like, "You're willing to burn him, you know. You you know he's doomed. You're not going to save him. This seems like there's this something else going on." So he goes, you're, "You're well, either you're ISB or you're protecting someone, and you don't want to risk that." Uh, and you know, this this whole back and forth, and even says you know, you're, you're, uh, uh you, you've got, you've got your resources. You've got your, you've got people on the inside everywhere. Cause you have someone here, don't you? You know, it finally, you know, throws it out. Like, well, he goes, yeah, it's this guy. It's, what yeah. Tubes.
0: Tubes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tubes.
1: What? No, it's not. Like this whole thing. just enough to finally, you know, leap Yeah, but tubes who walk
0: over to him say, Hey, uh, yeah. you know, literally about to talk to me, he just takes a gun out of his holster and just aims it uh, at, um, yeah, uh, it's such a yeah. good, s- smart scene as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, "You know, you won't get out of here alive, don't you?" And yeah, yeah, it's just and Luthen, Luthen. First of all, was saying like, like in his head, like I'm definitely going out of here. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah. and, and he conv- he he kind of tries to convince him
1: basically does right yeah. he,
0: he finally he spells out the scenario
1: you know tell, basically he tells him exactly what what he revealed in the, in the previous one right um lays it all out for him and then just says you know you know uh if i were to quell the whole uh on my isp he goes if i were isp he goes why what would, why wouldn't i just send you it would be perfect right yeah you know capture capture everybody boom or wipe them all out perfect but uh you know lays out the scenario it's just like you know we've got to sacrifice this guy there's not you know it's interesting that you do see a little bit of as they were leading up to this point you see a little bit of him thinking it through as as Saul was going back and forth with him a bit you see you know, Luther even admits he goes I thought I knew what the right you know scenario is but here it is this is what's going on and Saul agrees you know I love the the you know uh, uh, for the greater good and, and, and Luther saying you know call, call it what you will and Saul so just finally goes, yeah. let's call it war. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I, that's I, the, gr- that's, that's just, man, that, that's real right there. That is
0: the, yeah. I, ugliness and Saul so is such a good character as well. Like, mm-hmm. like Forrest Whitaker just does it so well. Crazy. Like there is a gun aimed at him and he finds mm-hmm. it kind of funny. You kind of go like, mm-hmm. there's a giddiness in his face. Cause like this one well, is like, you're mental. I like this. What's going on? Tell me, you know?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what the character is, right? He's yeah. crazy, really. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah. He is seen as a little bit more of the extremist side of things. He is part of the
0: rebellion that they want to get rid of quick. Use him and go, right. you know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, uh it, it's a great scene. Um, but you think, yeah, that's it. Luthan did his stuff. And Luther does it as well as he always does, like this this maliciousness in him that's calculated he it's like he knows look I am an evil bastard now but mm-hmm. I still want what I want from the beginning and I'll make yeah. it happen with whatever I can and it, it's gorgeous it's acted so well like genuinely I pray he doesn't get killed at the end of the season I hope he gets into season 2 we oh, need man. him around yeah yeah um, I, I, I just want him around. Let's keep him. Um, exactly. Right? Yeah, that,
1: that's the thing. I think that's this, that scene particularly was very, good was very good, especially from what we heard from his monologue in the previous one. Yeah, right? because we've been questioning. We've, we've seen this two, we, we see this too. We're like, oh, he's just, you know, we, we, saw him in the initial. Oh, he's this, you know, he's in the rebellion. Oh, he's then he has this little facade, his acting facade. is ha ha. Oh, mm. he's got these two. Okay, he's two faced. We get it. Yeah, and then you start seeing that these this dark turn of him of of saying you know just wipe you know okay the job's been done we gotta kill we gotta take out andor we gotta do this him making these darker decisions and these other things going on and we realize there's a third face to yeah. him and he fully and he, and he finally kind of does i don't think that that monologue was fully it, it's obviously it was done for to try to convince the guy but he i think he did reveal more of, him, of actual self of, of being true the saying yeah, yeah this is i'm, I'm this husk you know, because of, of all this and I'm tactical, uh, I have to do what we, Honestly, have, to, what we have to do. Honestly,
0: just a great, great character in all of Star Wars. He like written wise, he's up there right, for me, I think at this stage, um, well, he yeah. really runs rings around so many. But talk about, oh, I hope they don't kill him. I definitely thought he might get killed in this episode at the very end because he goes up in his little speedster, I think. Like, I said, it's a, it's a nice enough looking ship. Like, it's not a bad looking ship. What mm-hmm. do no, they, well, they
1: call it? A, a rest hauler?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, And he gets stopped by the Empire. And I believe you have a fact about this ship that has big satellites on it.
1: Yeah, so we see this, you know, we, we see that he's, uh, uh you know, L- Luton's contacting Clea, right? And she's, they're, they're trying to talk and all of a sudden comms get cut and you know scene pulls back and we see this this I- I- imperial ship now very different from what we've seen previously yeah right? it's in it's reminiscent of a star destroyer it's yeah very obviously it's imperial. like someone cut like, a star
0: destroyer up a bit like they cut a few bits right. off right yeah yeah so
1: and you got these giant satellite dishes which we find one with being the tractor beam so interesting tidbit right that is the original concept design for the star destroyer oh i'm saying cool when as he's as they're uh, uh as he they, they read you know they tell him hey who are you send your id and quickly Luthen tells you know his his droid tells the ship you know hey get me an get me an Alderaan id get me something fake uh and as they're sending that he inquires with so you know what's our scenario the you know droid tells him oh this is a uh it's a cantwell class ship yeah, that's a little Easter egg because the concept artist's name was Colin Cantwell. Ah, uh,
0: that's nice. So that's, that's nice. The,
1: that's, that was a cool nod, and I thought it was particularly nice because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Cantwell passed away this year. Is actually this year he nice passed away. Nice note, so yeah. So, oh, so it's a nice nod to 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 the uh, to the original concept artist, and uh that's why I thought the ship was absolutely cool. I when I saw it, I, I was you know saying like, oh wow, that is a it's a cool design. I like. I like a lot more. Like like,
0: the... like, like Star Wars obviously takes a bit from Flash Gordon, um, but like this Ooh, was yeah. this was super Flash Gordon. Like this was in your face. This satellite is a tractor beam. You know that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, no, like very much enjoyed it. But there's another little ship that we already mentioned. That's a part of this. It's that little ship that can, you know, uh, because I thought Luthen's just going to be captured or he's going to be killed or whatever, but. Uh, he has other ideas he starts talking about oh uh, my you know things are heating up with my engines my right engine yeah, yeah. is overheating yeah, right <laughs> yeah. whereas mm-hmm. he's like going to his droid who's a really out kind of character apparently <laughs> and went to him in like here uh get me counter or whatever like like some way to fight back and yeah. Yeah. he just shoots shrapnel like a huge amount of shrapnel and destroys a huge part of, like, the tractor beam. Like, oh, it's, it's insane. Oh, they, that, that, that's what's cool. That, that's
1: the way that scene un, uh, unwrapped, right? That, I love the, they, they you know, the Imperials run, run the ID, right? And it comes back clean. So, you know, they're like, oh, so should we let him go? And already, you know, they're kind of suspicious because he's being, he's taking so long and replying. And yeah. We yeah. see this engine overheating thing, they're like, something seems sus. The guy, I love the guy goes, ah, you know, you know, it came back clear. Is the officer goes, mm, we need the practice. you know, we're gonna use this as practice.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like,
1: oh, oh, you think you're gonna use this as practice? Uh and yeah. And then those countermeasures, when he, you know, Luthan just fire the countermeasures, and holy cow, I was I was not expecting that.
0: I thought that was a
1: really cool effect and it's cool to see yeah uh, just yeah but the track you know what's really.
0: cool about it it's because it's not an energy thing it is yeah it's material it's actual like it's kind of like how we saw from the start of the series where you know they basically had like shotguns that were just modified to look like space shotguns but like these were actual physical things um yeah so i i i And especially because if you think about space, you know, we one thing we have issues with in orbit these days. I say it like I'm up there. um, Is You're not in Ireland, you're actually up in space. It's fine, I can (laughs) see Ireland. Uh, (laughs) um, No, but like one thing I have problems with is all the micro dust and objects that's junk from us, like stuff that, you know, has broken up and gone into eternal orbit and how like a thing the size of a pea can just punch a hole through, you know, like a foot of steel or something insane like that. So the fact that they use that kind of thing, especially like, I'm not sure how tractor beams work in Star Wars. I mean, it, I'm, I'm guessing it kind of works like friction in space and you can decide where things will use friction on and pull and all that. But mm-hmm. there's a part of me hopes like, maybe the tractor beams just automatically start pulling things towards themselves. So when he released the counter measurements, they basically just pulled it towards themselves. Like, you know, because no no yeah. ship would turn around and fly towards and destroy themselves but they didn't consider this. Um, So yeah, it was a really cool way. And then, you know, obviously Tractor Green's gone off. Uh, He's ready to skedaddle because the overheating was just, again, it was to pretend. Like he just asked the AI to Mm -hmm. bring it up. And the AI must be great because, you know, Luthen's flying this. Um, There's some TIE fighters going after him. And there's a, you know, cannon. And I don't think Luthen's in charge of the cannon. I think the AI is using the cannon, to shoot at the TIE fighters and no shot misses it yeah. is spot on every time he takes the down one two doesn't he and then then apparently this, this space just two big lightsabers sticking out the side <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: i thought when when he first opened with the sides open up i thought for a moment they look like just canisters i thought he was about to do kind of like boba fett right where he releases those like you know those uh bombs that yeah yeah. i thought it was a couple of those at first like or some you know a modified version i thought it was those yeah i expecting all of a sudden lightsabers essentially shoot out from the the ship rather and he goes and he goes all anakin with you know i'm gonna try spinning it's a neat trick and slices right through
0: them talking about anakin right I have a feeling, Luthen was probably a pilot at some stage, but like, yeah. like an Anakin-like pilot, because no one has the balls or tenacity to then go up to the big giant ship that tried to get you and fly right past the captain, and go hey, and fly <laughs> off. You know, like exactly. that is pure you know? pilot cockiness of going, ah, what are you going to do? And I'm off. Yeah. You know, I just. Oh, just give me forget about call the show Luthan. Just give me more Luthan. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right, it would it would make sense that he was somehow involved. You know, uh, particularly that maybe he was involved. Maybe he has that. um, uh, Maybe you know, fought um, in the uh, Clone Wars. Right, so he's got some. Yeah, um, you know, more of that flight experience, military, flight flight combat. I should say combat flight experience. It might make
0: sense why he has picked up artifacts from all over the place because he's he was all over the place during the war. Maybe that's how he started his work, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I can't see that being just a civilian who knows how to like kind of drive a spaceship from, you know, from system to system. Like, this is a person who was trained in doing what they do. You know? Also, just want to say, they clear he clearly put all his money into this ship. This ship is amazing. I think like, if he hung out long enough, he could have taken down the entire ship himself. Like the big ship. By himself. Oh,
1: no kidding. Yeah. Right. I, mean, well, I guess. I guess this is kind of probably adds to the. It's that. Yeah. He's spent money, out, but then again, he's a collector of artifacts, right? So it's helped that he's probably able to. We see that he's not only black market, essentially, right for the rebellion, but then it's probably some legit stuff. So he's found, found all this stuff, whether bought it, found it. However, but yeah, he's he's decked this little ship out. Oh uh, yeah. And, and it's just by that, yeah. And then they're just left like. Stunned, right? The the imperial officers just like they're, they're like, "Well, what now?" And he just stands there,
0: just like, "What the hell? Man? We're not going to talk about this." I, no one mentioned anything yeah, to like, anyone else. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: nobody We had a bird bur- strike. Yeah, <laughs> a bird yeah. in yeah, space. Yeah, seagulls, yeah. yeah.
0: man, seagulls. It, 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 it was an army of prisoners from that prison that everyone broke out of. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, there's so yeah i I again, I want there's a part of me that wants to know more about Luther, but also like it's tantalizing, not knowing everything about him, you know yeah. um, but look, we'll go to the last bit now, Luther's off on his merry way, um, and Andor is at a again not a mobile, oh, first of all, I should say, Andor breaks into his old um hotel and gets his stuff, that hotel needs to get air cleaners in. They're not cleaning everywhere. Um,
1: oh, you know, I, don't know, I don't know. I mean, have you been? Have you seen? You know, it's not surprising, right? Yeah. They, it's not surprising. We're Did, not saying that it, it's obvious. It's not. They're not saying that he's like at the most
0: luxurious. It looks nice.
1: Doesn't mean he's most luxurious.
0: And mm-hmm. by the way, I was paying attention more. There was no sand. There is no beachy sand. It's just concrete yeah, were, ramps you were, you were, going <laughs> to the water. you were right. Yeah,
1: it's just like ramps in the water. I was like, Man, yeah, not even, it, it almost looks a little bit, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's and like a, like, oh, like surface-wise, really
0: there's maybe a little bit of grit and sand on, but like there's no real right. sand. There's no sand castles being built.
1: Well, I guess it does make sense. I think it did look like ever so slightly along the edge, and that would make sense because of if there's water, it'd be there.
0: water has to wash. Oh yeah, up yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, imagine uh, it's so, almost so, like the, the concrete and grit being churned by the ocean Round. kind of thing yeah yeah exactly
1: <laughs> I think that's what I was like, yeah
0: there's yeah. no actually. no because I was looking at it in some ways the biggest one aha uh-huh, I knew it <laughs> I, looked, I looked at it and I was, I was like ah, she was right <laughs> but yeah he breaks in um while the guy's asleep which is nice um, and or doesn't have to kill anyone um, yeah and he makes a call home and his friend or person who knows him Liz says, hey, just tell my mother I'm okay and, you know, I'll see her and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, I'm sorry. She's gone. She's dead.
1: Finally. Finally, Andor's is the last one. Fi- finally, somebody tells Everybody, Yeah, Everybody's been telling. Everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else. He'll, in be in some,
0: he'll be in some sort of strip club on Coruscant next season and there'll just be a strip club. <laughs> yeah, just tell your mother died. He's like, I yeah. know! <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, and he obviously hides himself. He says no names, but you know he finds out his mother's died. and he goes to um, Melshi. He Mel, he asks, "Are you okay?" And Melshi he doesn't tell Melshi what's happened, and he said, "Look, we got to split up." But you can see there's a bond now between the two, like you know
1: well, it, that that was big, right? Yeah, it, it was more. It was. Melshi was the one, right? You see, he's contemplating, right? About this whole thing. F- like finally, finally, obviously, by them being there, they, they, he feel he, like okay, the so, weight, the the fear is lifted off him. Of, we've escaped, right? You feel yeah. like he He's recognizing. He feels like they've escaped. Uh, so his, you know, comment. He starts at you know, saying to to Andor, right? He goes, "I wonder how many made it out." You know, and and even going. And, and I love Andor actually. This this starting now to lean back again into. Andor may maybe seen about the you know joining the rebellion so to speak right when he makes his comment he says not enough
0: you know Andor the one saying not enough escape right he the, is I just want to add a thing though he has a really interesting thing um, and it's kind of dark to think about he his friend talks Mel she talks about being free not being in prison yeah. anymore the only thing that was keeping Andor in his old life was his mother. Now that his mother is dead, as dark as it is, he's free. He doesn't have to worry about his mother anymore. He can do things. And there's almost a part of me that thinks like maybe his mother just kind of knew that and let go because she died very quickly once he left.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's a great point because I that was actually gonna lead to that point but I didn't think about that aspect of it that she, maybe she that's why it, it she just let it go like what they said she wasn't taking her meds she just went ahead and did it so that it wouldn't leave and or any reason because she would she would obviously recognized it right when they left she was like I know you care it's okay you know let's love it's okay but you're that's a great aspect about that Ooh, did she she intentionally that's why she just let herself go mm. so
0: that why she put herself in yeah. dangerous positions the whole time you know she says yep. oh she was caught again she kept like like not to say she had a death wish but definitely like a you know i have nothing left to lose i don't want to be exactly. a burden i'll do whatever i can but i'm ready to go yeah you and know
1: that so that's a that's a great point and yeah I, but that does exactly lead to uh, what I was saying is that we've we now, with this, I think we, we've, we've ticked, you know, put that little tick over that's like, like you said, he, he doesn't have anything now, right? So now, and particularly, yeah, nothing to hold him back. So yeah. what, you, what is he going to do? this He's lost everything, right? Especially what I think we're really going to see that the, the kicker here is he obviously, obviously there was a thing between him and Bix right
0: yeah, yeah. i mean it's a, a guy and a girl about- in a disney product right. <laughs> but,
1: but, but obviously there's some history yeah and that if he finds out that with what happened to her now you know that the that the empire has done to her because i'm, I'm very curious about you know is that is was this permanent damage that has been done she's been messed up pretty good ptsd at uh, least surely you know yeah at the very least right if he finds out about that that's going to be this is the last this is one of the few people left if anybody that he's going to genuinely care about i think you'll have some kind of you know care for but um so yeah i but it's interesting that you know there, there they are he learns that and you know it's not mel, mel she makes that comment saying that you know that People have to know about this. Someone has to tell what's ha- tell people what's happening. So we need to split up. We need to make sure that we both go our separate ways, but we both go tell. We have to tell the story about this prison. Yeah, this is what's really going on. People don't know this, and I thought that that was a that was power that was a powerful moment right there of uh, for that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, they have purpose. They're not tied down anymore. They're not imprisoned. They no one has power over them. I mean that's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And that's like that that's the strength of the rebellion because the rebellion is not just um trying to fight great power. It's also yeah, it sure has a hierarchy within the command and that kind of stuff, but it is about people volunteering. No one is being brought into the rebellion because you have to. You have to fight mm-hmm. for us. They're doing it because they choose to. You know, and I guess right. Andor never had much choice. I mean, he grew up on a planet where he lost his parents and he was brought pulled away. Sure, his mother, his adopted mother cared for him, but, but he was pulled away against his choice, really, off planet. Um, he's been constantly, you know, being pulled left, right and centre uh, through maybe even emotional commitments and all that. But now, you know, Andor, it's up to you. What what do you want to do with your freedom? You know,
1: yeah, yeah. Now he has a choice. Mm. Or really, yeah, you know, yeah. He just. I think that 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 does feel like they, they've they've done a good job, right? We're placing putting building blocks and paving this way, and you're looking at it, and seeing, yeah, this is what what's going to drive him. I, I I do see it, right? Yeah, because this is what's driving him towards towards the rebellion. But it is. Um, I think it's funny that we're it, it's uh, it's it's made an impact. The but it's funny that. He almost, the, this, this show has done a very good job, I think, of, of showing that right. We're bringing it down to the uh, to, to the people, yeah. But man, he the, the, like this episode and the last one too, right? When you have actors like uh, Stellan Skarsgård, when you have people like An- you know, and Andy Circus, right, and and Forrest Whitaker, man, do they the characters already that they built in the show have all o- overshadow? But the actors themselves, holy cow, just almost overshadow and completely almost consume the show. Like
0: look, I'm not going to go into, oh, do I think these actors were better than the ones in the Star Wars movies, blah, blah, blah. Because that's not how casting works. You you pick the no. best people for the product you're trying to create and exactly. the cast for the original Star Wars movies and the prequels and I guess the sequels. Um, you know, they were chosen for, <laughs> I'm sorry, the <laughs> sequel fans. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you enjoyed and I, I'm i delighted you enjoyed it. That's what I say. But yeah. Um, but, you know, like, They were chosen for it and they fit for the product that they made. I mean, my favorite era is still the original movies, you know. Don't get me wrong. I love the prequel. I I almost love the prequel universe more than the original Star Wars universe because there's so much more depth and things going on. But that's a whole... Another discussion we'll have someday. Um, But, yeah. The casting for this, for this show, how they wanted to make the show... Is superb. It yeah. really is. Um,
1: and, yeah. I th- and it was a, as, a, as a final little nugget, just a little nugget, I thought it was really cool talking back about the previous episode that um, the, if you read, there's a interview in Entertainment Weekly, I believe, and they're talking about that scene with, with, with Annie Circus. And when he comes, you know, he gets to that platform and he says, you know, I can't swim, I can't swim, right? Mm. And they said, when they wrote it, that originally, their thought process with it was that he actually is more—he's angry about it. That he's speaking with anger. That he's like, "I can't swim. I can't yeah. swim. I can't get out." Right? And it's like, like, ah, you know, fuck, and I can't.
0: You know that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: And they said it was Andy Circus who did that the, 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 that whole serene Like, he just suddenly <laughs> he goes to perform it and and does.
0: It's almost childlike, his, like. I, I, the, can't the, the, I, I,
1: I can't swim. I can't swim. It's this serene and the serene smile of just accepting it, right? The guy yeah. is like, laughing of it. Well, he accepts it. He accepts <laughs> the fate and he accepts his la- laughing almost of going. <laughs> I did all this, and what I, a twist I, of I fate!
0: I, yeah, yeah, I
1: was, it... yeah. He, he accepts his fate, and I'm like, that was beautiful, right? I think that worked most. That worked best. Um, either would have been okay, but that worked the best. But I love that. It was like, it just again it speaks to. Kind of a really high, how high caliber uh, Andy Serkis really is, uh, I don't yeah. think he gets enough credit. Of you know, but I think he's a, yes, he's an amazing you know performance actor for you know motion capture and great voice and all this, but it's everything about him. He is a, he is a superb actor, uh, and I really hope we do see more of it. I I, I would love to know you know. Part, uh, as I mentioned previously, is like man, I'd love to know what would happen to him, but at the same time. Maybe my head cannon just leave, Let it be. We don't see him. I think it would be kind of a really cool little throwback, maybe to help be like, because you don't know, like, did he, was he stuck there? Did they capture him? Because he can't swim? What happened? I would love this little nugget uh, that either in Andor and something else later on that we see maybe like a bunch of wanted posters or something as they're scrolling through something of, and you see his poster, like his face pop up as saying wanted. Yeah. And, and, but it's not acknowledged though, right? It's more of just, it's a background thing or something there. It's, it's, that, oh, you could even have like maybe
0: like a poster's half ripped and you can just make his face out, you know? Yeah, exactly.
1: Something that you can make out. and you, So that way you, then fans, you'd be like, ah, he, yeah. he, it's a wanted poster from here on. So you know that you're like, He made it. He got out. Whether, whether, how much further he got, you don't know. But he realized that the, you know, he, the Empire didn't get him. Yeah. However, however, he
0: ended. Yeah. It's really interesting because you, you, you mentioned that um, moment where he kind of decided to change the scene. And I'm looking at, um, he has done some directing. So that's, you know, cool enough to know. Uh, Apparently, he directed Mowgli, um, Legend of the Jungle. I, didn't realize he did it that. Yeah, yeah. It makes mm-hmm. sense that he did because I mean, you know, his expertise in like CGI capture would be amazing in that. But yeah, uh he's also like um he did Venom. Let there be carnage. He t- directed that apparently.
1: I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. that, is that he's. I, I forgot that that was one of his the, the big project. Yeah, because that one that surprised me when I learned that uh previously. I just I'd totally forgotten. Mm. Yeah. So What, what you know his accomplishments and who you know what he does he's knowing everything right i think he's worked both sides
0: yeah by working both sides so knows knows a lot and really brings
1: a lot of experience
0: i just wish he was known more like from his performance in just this alone not to say i haven't seen another stuff as well like i wish he was known for more than just like planet of the apes and Lord of the rings um because he Mm -hmm. really deserves it i mean i know it's a quite a mainline series of films but um he was in the first uh wakanda movie um black panther right. movie and i loved him as a villain i think he was probably one of the better things from it he was also in age of ultron i think wasn't he because i think it was he was there first
1: and then you backtracked yeah. with
0: Black panther right well he's yeah he, he's, he's really great in that as well and like he he, he plays a good villain or like you know, like dark, dark grey sort of. And he's he's like the nicest person in real life from any interviews I've <laughs> seen. But yeah, no, um, really dig it. Um, Looking forward to seeing more. Of him. I want, kind of want to see his character again, but again, I, I hope Andor doesn't become its own sort of cliche where it'll keep on bringing... You know, popular things back from what people liked. You know, right. like that,
1: that's my worry. Right, that was exactly why I said, like, it's kind of not better that he is in, like kind of left in your head cannon. right? Yeah, that, yeah. You you imagine, but I said, but I wouldn't mind the the like, yeah, if it's season two as Andor is running by something, or as he's you know scrolling through? There's a hologram, or, yeah. or like you said, a torn post or something. That you just see that and you go, so you you, you know get that. Hell- I think that's a nice, that brings, that brings a nice little bit of. Semi closure, but still, you go, there's, yeah. you don't know. Or even like yeah, but,
0: yeah. throw them into like a comic or two or something. And I know that's not yeah. like great for the actor, but like, look, I, I like extended media. Don't get, I really do. But it's always kind of like B canon isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's it's all canon until it's contradicted by the main continuity in my head. And even yeah. then, I'll do a few le- mental, you know, some trying to make it work. But yeah, yeah. like, I'd, I would like to maybe see maybe even how he ended up in prison, maybe like a little prequel comic series. I I'd dig something like that. Maybe still leave the mystery of where he ends up. But, tell us a bit more about his character, you know? Um, but yeah, um, I think we'll leave it at that. We'll see if anything else.
1: No, I think just from here now we you know now that finally Andor knows that his mom is is past, Obviously, it's they, they they've done this big setup. So it sounds like probably last episode next week. Yeah, is he back to Derek. Is he gonna be? Is it's all gonna culminate? Is everybody gonna be there? Or or is he, you? You know, I would think it would just be funnier if they just had everybody's gonna be there except him. He's just like he's off on course, so he yeah. goes somewhere else. He's just like
0: yeah (laughs) well, that's it'll be really interesting to me at least did they know they got a second season when they finished making these episodes or didn't they
1: yeah well i know when previously when they when he mentioned it it's i believe it's celebration it's now they said they would like to do a second season so i would imagine they wrote it that this should finish in such a way that it should be the hope. I'm hoping that it will wrap things up nicely, but it will, it will probably be in a way that allows, um, allow for second season, but it could also just be left as it's, it's own. Hopefully, yeah. You could, if it didn't, it's still, okay, there we go. Because I th- wanted to say Diego made that comment that, you know, this wraps up, but it's, we would like to be able to continue the story with yeah. one more season. And, from what we've heard, that the, and this will be it, right? That they, they, he did say this will be his last. Uh, the the season two will be the last outing of his character. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is you know fair enough. The main reason I'm asking is because if they did wrap everything up, so to speak, with the next episode, there's no way Luthan survived. There's no yeah. way. Luthan's dead at the end of this season and I want another season of Luthan. Like please, <laughs> yeah. please. Like give me a I said it already, but just give me a bloody show about Luthan. Oh, I'd I, I'd watched instantly. Like you 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 have my money, Disney, if you want that. Um but yeah, look, <laughs> yeah. um we'll leave it at that, folks. Uh, let us know what you thought of the episode. Um what do you think is gonna happen in like next week's episode? Uh do you think Luthan's gonna survive? Please tell me yes, (laughs) and yeah. uh, Tell all your friends who gave up watching this show in the first three episodes to get back and really watch this because this is actually like I would go so far to say that all you need to know if you weren't a big Star Wars fan, all you need to know about this is that there's an empire that's trying to control people, and those people don't like it, and work (laughs) from there because you don't have to know who Mon Mothma is to understand the story within this show. You don't need to know who Luthan is. Luthan is a brand new character. You don't need to know who Andor is. Oh, you know about Andor is, he's the main guy and we probably should think he's a nice guy. Um, eventually, at least. You know, like, these are the important things. And Yeah, tell your friends to go back and watch this and let them understand that just watch things for a slow burn is fine. Really, you don't have to consume, consume all the time. Just relax and enjoy it. Anyway, folks, uh, look after yourselves and look after your loved ones, and bye from me.
1: Bye for me. Bye-bye.
0: What's in the books? Presented by Sure It'll Be Grand.